Welcome to the pre-post film review. I'm Matt Stevenson. And I'm John Asquith. Uh, this is a little bonus episode for all you uh, guys and gals listening. Um, we're going to be talking about the new Damien Chazelle film, uh, which is called La La Land, or LA LA Land, if you're weird. <laughs> uh, so we, we talked about um, Whiplash... Matt, was it 2015 or 2016? I feel like it was 2015. Yeah, that that's probably about right. I feel like we were maybe in the studio when we talked about it. Yeah, we? we definitely were. And I think that made both of our... Well, it definitely made my end of the year list. I think it was... I ranked it as the best film of that year. Yes. Um, I don't know. We were both very high on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we love that film. Um, so, uh, yeah, Damon Giselle has returned to the big screen, and very big screen in this case, um, uh, with, yeah, La La Land. I'm cu- very curious to hear what your thoughts are. Very uh, different follow-up, although mm. in some ways not, perhaps, yeah. um, from Whiplash. But, uh, yeah, what are, your, what are your thoughts, Matt? Yeah, I guess uh, given how much I loved Whiplash... I was excited about this, but when I heard that he was doing a musical, I was a little apprehensive, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I love musicals, but it, it, his, the sort of like, uh, not violence is the wrong word, but the intensity of Whiplash didn't seem to gel. Like, I couldn't see that filmmaker make a successful musical, um, which I guess in a way was like exciting to see him tackle something different to Whiplash. Um, so yeah, I was optimistic going into this, but cautiously so, I think. So I was, I was ready to be disappointed given how much I loved, um, I loved Whiplash, but I am pleased to say that I utterly love this film, John. I (laughs) love it so, 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 so much. Um, it, I think is the best cinema experience I've had probably since Whiplash, maybe, in recent memory, like I wow. can't express in words how much I love this film. I think it would potentially... I've seen it twice, and I am literally seeing it in a few hours today uh, for the third oh, time. Oh, wow. Um, it is up there potentially in one of my favourite films of all time. I think it's better than Whiplash. It reinvigorated my passion for filmmaking. Like, I came out of this film with such mixed emotions in a really good way. Like I was full of joy and sadness. I'd just be like crying literally for the past like 10 minutes straight. Um, and it's not only does it amazingly sort of capture the, the magic of musicals and filmmaking, the filmmaking itself is incredible. There's some of the long takes and the, like just the filmmaking skill is mind blowing. But it also has really interesting stuff to say. Like you said, it is way more in sync with Whiplash than I ever expected in the sense of, like, the cost mm. of fame and uh, the price or the the worth of nostalgia in art and whether you should progress into the future doing something different or whether you should hang on to the things you believe in and that you love from the past and what kind of melding that, should, that form should take. And that feels so relevant with the kind of stuff we talk about all the time about, you know, our culture is being seeped in nostalgia, everyone obsessed with the past. And I think this is the best, most concise argument visually of 
holding on to sensibilities from previous years, classical filmmaking sensibilities, but using modern techniques and modern, modern storytelling form mm. to present it to a new audience and make it relevant. And like, I, I was speechless after this film. Like it, it utterly blew me away. Um, I, I, I'm gushing already. I can't control myself, but I'm <laughs> curious to hear what you think, John. Um, did you like the film as much as me? I think it'd be hard to like it as much as I did, but did you, did you like this film? <laughs> Hated it. Just, just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, that, that oh, everything you said there, and it was, uh, yeah, very, very eloquently said, Matt. I mean, uh, I, I saw this movie a matter of hours ago uh, for the first time, um, and I, yeah, was similarly blown away by it. And, and when it went similar expectations to you, I think I was excited because I knew Damien Chazelle was a good filmmaker, but I, I mm. had no idea what it really would be like. Um, mm. And it, it just surprised me at every, every turn and impressed me at every frame, you yeah. know, 24 times a second. It was just a masterclass of filmmaking and you, you said it so well um when you brought up that it 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 tackles both nostalgia and tradition and is also new at the same time and that yep. that's a massive part of the film and that like to see a old Hollywood musical that feels like an old Hollywood musical, but the characters have smartphones and work on their laptops. And like, we we just don't see that. And it it might sound silly, but that impressed me so much because Mm. it wasn't fully modern. uh, And therefore, I guess, um, totally in touch with uh, current day trends or, uh, musical styles or whatever it had one foot firmly planted in the past in that sense um but then it, it presented mo- uh, not not even modern problems because they're they're like issues you know as old as people have been crying for yeah 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 um but in, a, in through a modern lens i guess is what i'm trying to say in that uh, i was talking about this afterwards with my wife and we were saying like you you so could have set this film in the 40s or something Mm. but you would have lost so much of what the movie is about but kept that basic musical principle and also the idea of well someone goes to hollywood and wants to be a star like but it's so much more than that and i wasn't expecting that um Mm. it has all that stuff which i really connected with about being creative and choosing to live your life that way and the struggle that that can have sometimes. But then it also has this great relationship drama at the heart of it. And, you know, uh, for anyone listening, we're going to go into spoilers, of course, but it it doesn't, it has a happy ending, but not the one, you know, it's like bittersweet. And that was just amazing. That whole last sequence is just. It's stunning. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And you know we haven't even talked about the choreography, the songs, the, the music itself is all stuff that you, you know I was impressed with for the first act, the first third of the movie. Mm-hmm. But it did take a while for me to find 
like my groove with the film. Um, mm-hmm. and, but once I was in, I was just like, I didn't want it to end and it went quickly. Yeah. And like, I could have spent so much more time watching these characters. Um, yeah. So I'm just continuing the gush fest and I hope I didn't just repeat what you said, but I, yeah, I was, yeah, I love this movie. I'm, I'm great. so glad I knew I, I was sure you would like it, but I didn't know if you would love it as much as I did. But I think like you're right. And I guess I'm almost repeating myself again, but what we talked about with Whiplash in terms of form and content melding perfectly. I mean, I think this does the same thing, but on a yeah, yeah. even more impressive level in a lot of ways. Like, Whiplash is just, like, the aggressive editing and pace and style matching the, the percussive drumming, whereas this is, like, thematically kind of what you were saying. Like, it wouldn't make sense setting this in a different time period. It's It's modern because thematically it needs to be but the and the boldness of the filmmaking is making a point about repeating myself as I said before, but making a point about um, how you can use modern techniques within a classical framework. You know, like it, it's just he is so fucking good at using the form of filmmaking to not only tell the story and heighten the story, but make thematic points I think and there's so much mm. to like chew on when you actually start to think about how the film is constructed and why it's constructed in a certain way um, but yeah anyway we, that's we haven't even talked about all the like great little individual bits and pieces like it's just mm. even if you don't even want to think about any of that stuff like just visually and the songs it's just so so much fun for most of it. I mean, it's it's kind of like it is a bit of a bittersweet story. So it is. It is, yeah. A, kind of like a, a sad ending, I guess. But uh, yeah, melancholy, I guess. Like you said, sweet. Like that final look that they give each other in the in the bar, and they just like the smile that they share that moment. Um, I don't know. It's. I honestly, I cannot fault this film. I think it is flawless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I would have to agree. Like, I can't believe, you know, it's, it's like we're talking about whiplash again. You know what I mean? It's like, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Um, like, I just want to gush about individual moments. Like, we can probably cut all this out. But um, <laughs> one of my, fav- my favourite bits in the film, and, like, all of it is so good, but um, the climax to uh, Emma Stone's song about the party, going to that party, like, in the sort of the end of the first act or, you know, in the first act. Which is a great number. And then she, when she gets to the party and it's kind of, she's feeling down and despondent and she's kind of in the the bathroom and the, the music sort of goes down to like a really soft kind of like mm. piano or something. Mm. And she exits the bathroom and just like the bravado of the fucking filmmaking, like everyone is just like, for no reason, like dancing in like super slow motion as she walks through the, the dance floor. Then... She gets outside and it starts snowing, like, mm, like, mm. and then it like does this amazing camera move where the camera sort of fl- floats out, and then you see a guy on the roof jump and do this weird 
back foot the twist thing and then he as yeah. he splashes into the water the camera follows him into the water yeah. and then like with the splash like the drum beat kicks back in and yeah. then it goes and back everyone up moves and it's like, again. Yeah. it's like sunny and everyone's dancing again and uh, my mind just like melted in the cinema like yeah. it was yeah, absolutely. utterly amazing filmmaking yeah. yeah, so much fun and vibrant and the music was great and yeah. I was just like I, I literally cried at that filmmaking that like I got so emotional about how much fun I was having with this film. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great example. And there's so many like that in there. Like, where it has, you know, a a countless number of instances where you're like, how did they do this? This looks so amazing. (laughs) Like, every, every two minutes or something you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. i mean that's uh, that's an exaggeration obviously but it feels like that it's just like uh, I, yeah it's you just on a high the whole movie yeah. you know what i mean like the the technically it's just incredible and the the way it opens like a classical um yeah. uh, musical with the cinemascope stuff and all that it's just it totally puts you in in the mood um yeah i i love that I like and that. I, yeah. yeah, sorry, go. No, I was just going to say, like, and we, we've been jumping back and forth between these two things, but there's all that stuff, but then there's also the just the character drama between Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, yeah. and that just, just handled so well and uh, realistically, which is a crazy thing to say in a musical, you know what I mean? Like, mm. you have these heightened uh, musical numbers and then it comes back down, in a sense, to, like, this very personal, uh, as I said, realistic uh, drama between these two, like, creative people just trying to find their way uh, in L.A. Um, and I love that stuff just as much. Like, neither side is better than the other. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed both. Like, I could have spent more time in either sort of style Definitely. of filmmaking, <clears throat> I guess. Um, yeah, it's... It's just such a feat, you know? Like, I know, it's no, unbelievable. No one should right? be able to do this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and it's like... I, I feel like sometimes there's musicals that are set in modern day uh, where people burst into songs spontaneously and it, it doesn't gel, like it doesn't feel quite right. Mm. And there's so, even mm. though it's fun and... I mean, I can't think of a specific example, but there's some sort of like inconsistency between maybe it's just what we're used to seeing in terms of classical musicals and modern society and it feels odd to have people like yeah randomly burst into song and it, I mean, mm. it's rare to have a musical at all these days but often they're you know yeah. set within the, the world of music so this the songs can come naturally like on stage or as performances um yeah. but as i cannot think of another film that somehow magically makes it feel perfect for them to, you know, exist in the mm. same world. Like, mm. I guess it's kind of mirroring what you were said in the beginning. It's just, I don't know how we pulled it off. I really don't know how we pulled it off. And not even that, like, to sort of go back to the nostalgia kind of angle, like, I can't think of another film that so perfectly balances the two. Like, you've got people like Tarantino who do nostalgia yes. Dripping films, but it's such it's so different and it's so like overtly being nostalgic and like shooting on a certain film stock and using certain old film titles and I don't know you can you can feel that he's doing it and it's I mean I love it but it's not it doesn't feel as natural and it feels like he he is 
consciously making a film from that period with some modern sensibilities in it. Whereas this feels modern, but timeless in a sense, yeah. if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, yeah absolutely. I, and, I, and I can't figure out how he's done it. I just can't. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. such an amazing accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think, you know, this goes to another theme of the podcast, which is... Uh, which is nostalgia and making new things and the war between these yeah, two. Yeah. And this is like straight down the middle uh, in a completely yeah. positive way. Um, how did you feel about the third act? The one, the main criticism I've heard from people that this film didn't click with is that they feel like there's a lull in the middle where the music, there's not many musical numbers and it kind of turns into a relationship drama. And obviously we've just said we totally happy with that but was that an yeah. issue for you at all no i i did notice that but it didn't bother me and i i think uh, i don't know you could get into sort of a um sort of a film schooly debate about if, you know if this is a musical then why why aren't there songs in that sort of middle section mm. but this uh, it, it is but it's also its own kind of film and it's it's a new film and it's it's yeah, it's totally a musical, but it's also not, you know, and I don't think that's a problem. It didn't, yeah. it doesn't bother me, and I think it, it, it fits the tone and sensibility of this film 100%. Um, because you, as I say, like, you come out for these broad emotional moments at times, and then you hone in, you know, like on the microscopic stuff in a way, and that's kind of where the middle of the film goes. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I liked all that. I mean, of course, I guess when they, they, um, part ways, you could have had more of a, a number there or, um, something like that, but it just, I don't know. It all felt, felt very natural to me. It didn't feel strange. Yeah, I agree. I actually think if they had a musical number, like, cause they have that big fight, I don't think it would have been as powerful. Like I was emotionally affected by that fight because it felt real. Like it got stripped down to something that felt like an honest fight, like, yeah, you know, I've had similar fights like that in my life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, I don't think a song would have had an emotional impact as much of an emotional impact. And I think thematically, it fits for that part of the film to the songs to drop out a bit because it's kind of like they're settling into a bit of normality. And part mm. of that is about him giving up on his dream. That's so right. the yeah. magic and the and the exactly. music kind of fades at that point. Yeah, um, I think totally. there's like a reason that is that it's lacking in songs there but it, it, there is still music like he's still playing with his band with his yeah. like pop songs and yeah um, <laughs> yeah like there's music in there and there's that amazing actually another moment that I love is when uh, he's just playing at the piano at home and she's sitting next to him and they're singing um, I don't know whether it's the City of Stars song I can't remember one of the songs that we've heard before um, mm. and I it just it's so human and real and I swear it must have just been like shot and whether they use like outtakes or whatever but the way they like look at each other and she laughs at him because he like almost messes up a line they're like you can tell they're just actually having fun if that's acting it's mm. incredible like it just feels yeah. so real and like yeah they're there singing and playing a song together as a couple I don't know it was just it worked really well for me all that stuff yeah yeah absolutely um we, we sort of talked briefly as well about the how the movie deals with um, sort of following your passion and 
you know, working in a creative field and that, that sort of struggle between, I guess, I don't know, doing just purely what you want artistically, but also earning a living and also mm. just cracking into the industry as well. And I loved all of that stuff. I thought that was handled so well and realistically. Um, and it, it has that stuff, but also has this sort of more musical side, I suppose, which is, um, and originally what Ryan Gosling's character kind of represents, which is just like, staying true to yourself and what mm. what art is f- for you and um not giving in to i don't know corporate ideas or uh, selling yourself out or whatever but then the movie also shows that sometimes you kind of have to just to mm. you know earn a bit of money and stuff and i just found that that whole sort of theme um really interesting and um yeah that that really sort of spoke to me i thought that was great yeah, no, I completely agree. And maybe that has got something to do with why I love it so much is that it was so relatable on so many levels. Like, not only yeah. as a pure piece of enjoyment as a fan of musicals and classical Hollywood film and, you know, like we were saying, the discussions and stuff we think about, this is fucking made for me. But also the struggles that they go through. It's like mm. the story of my life, you know, like that, yeah, that has exactly. weighed on my shoulders for as long as I can remember is wanting to yeah. work in film and like yeah, how exactly. much compromise you make. And, you know, it's like all, yeah. I live in London because of, I moved away from my home so yeah. I could work in film. Like it's yeah, I that, that pressure between like you following your dream and being in a relationship. And if paths aren't completely matching up, like that's the other thing that's so beautiful about it is it's like, there's nothing essentially wrong with these two people. There's not, no one does anything mm. bad to anyone else. It's too passionate, creative, talented individuals that are, that are perfect for one another, but yeah. are just slightly off in terms of their trajectory. Like if they'd met at a different time or they'd been in a different place in their career, you see at the end, like what it could have been like, but the timing was off. And it's like, that's the kind of tragedy of that ending because there's no nothing, there's no reason for them not to be together other than it would have been at the cost of what they were passionate about. Like I saw it at the London Film Festival and um, Damien Chazelle was there. So oh, he did cool. like a little Q&A afterward. And Ryan Gosling was there. Awesome. Um, and I have never seen a film get a standing ovation like that. Like Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, that would have been a great Everyone experience. went mental. Like the whole, like it was a massive audience. So it's a two tier cinema. It's like enormous. Yeah. And, it, and I, I don't give standing up. Like I usually feel a bit awkward doing that, but I was yeah. like straight up on my feet. Um, yeah. Still like. That's so cool. My eyes. And, um, <laughs> like it just went on and on and they had to like, the London Film Festival woman had to be like, right, everyone just shut up. We need to do this Q&A because we're going to run out of time because everyone was just like, Oh, going that's amazing. Bananas. Like, yeah. That's so good that was, he could be there to see that too. Oh, dude. It was like at the end of a good, like people were like cheering and whistling and like, it was just like such a great atmosphere. Everyone just yeah. loved the shit out of it. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah, so cool. Ryan Gosling had some good points. Actually, he was the one that was talking about the relationship and how it not being the timing being off. And that's what like attracted him to it and stuff. Mm. Or like, that's what they sort of came up with um, during the, the shoot or before the shoot. Yeah. Um, I've had to play devil's advocate, Matt. Do you think um, this is like 
a film lover's film uh, in a sense that uh, perhaps mm. if you were to recommend it just to your, you know, a friend who's not a film buff like us, would they enjoy it, do you think? Or is, is this um, just so far up our alley that... I think it's ridiculously far up our, our alley. Yeah. I think, um, and does that matter? The answer's no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, do th- I do think it's enjoyable enough for everyone to like there. Like, I don't think you would be... You feel like you're out of the loop or feel like it was pointless if you weren't into no, yeah, I mean, half yeah, of it's I, about jazz as well. Like, it's got yes, two yeah. very clear passions. And I think it's just... That sol- that central relationship is so solid, it carries the film yeah, as well agree. as the songs being so good. But I do think we probably like it more, or it connects more with us or people like us or film lovers yeah, or people in the film industry. Yeah, it's much much more relevant. Um, so perhaps perhaps it wouldn't be like a five star film for someone that wasn't in the into film as much as us. But I still think it could be enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and I'm fully aware of that. Like, I mean, it's kind of what I was saying before. This hits me personally, like, right in the heart on, yeah, like, so absolutely. many levels that I'm yeah. I'm totally aware of that. And that's kind of makes my views a little biased, probably. Yeah, um, but who... But man, I still think like, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> who gives a shit? It's amazing. Um, I also just liked uh, the whole John Legend aspect of the film when he joins this sort of... Um, jazz band that's kind of a modern pop with some jazz influences in it mm. um, and they go to his, when Emma Stones goes to his concert and like he plays in front of that big crowd and everyone kind of swarms to the front um, and obviously it's kind of portrayed in a certain sort of negative light in that you know he's giving up on his dream of like pure jazz and opening a jazz club but I really respected that it wasn't like no one was a villain. Like you didn't like, yeah, you didn't right. dislike his friend. And even yeah. the music wasn't bad music. That was a no catchy song, man. Like yeah, that was yeah, a really totally. fun song, but yeah, I mean, it was a, a just a pop song and it wasn't what was right for him. Like it, it, it could have been so easy to make some of those people into villains or make, you know, the music he plays really crappy and, you know, cheap so that you, you want him to quit, but totally, you know, there's an appeal to that side of life. You know, you can see why people would do that and for sure. Or, you know, yeah. So I really, I really respect that it, that it was balanced in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a really great point. Um, I think kind of in a, in a way, um, the, the similarly it presented, um, you know, casting and things like that in, from what I've sort of read and and listened about, quite a, a realistic light um, of going to like um, auditions and things in Hollywood, um, and that uh, I mean, in that sense, I guess they are more a little more villainy. Some of these like executives mm. and stuff that they go and see, yeah, yeah. But it's sort of like a harsh reality of um, of going to Hollywood and, tr- and trying to sort of make it big. Um, I'm actually mm. reading. Uh, Brian Cranston's memoir at the moment. Oh, interesting. Um, and it was just like perfect timing to be reading that and see this movie um, because there, the, he, there's that whole journey where he talks about going to like auditions and being treated like shit mm. and then other auditions where people were nice but you'd go out and see like 10 other guys that kind of look like you and, um, <laughs> you know, it's just a very surreal experience. So, um, yeah, I felt felt all of that stuff was, was handled really well. Um, 
Oh, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Um, the other thing I really liked was uh, that, you know, the the uh, endeavor that Emma Stone's character Mia goes on uh, in doing the one-woman show, which she's losing money on, uh, but is purely her sort of passion. And mm. uh, she has the performance, and there's just that heartbreaking shot at, at where, you know, the lights come on and there's like, six people in the crowd your heart just breaks for her but then it leads to you know this fantastic break and i think that you know maybe it's a cliche but i i think it's very true that if you just put yourself out there and try gen generally you will be rewarded in some way whether it's personal fulfillment fulfillment or something down the line that you can't even predict um yep uh, I think that's such a positive message because it's so easy to think uh, things are too hard or, you know, get... Yeah, why get bother put, trying? Yeah. yeah, why bother? And I just think it's, it's um, yeah, something that I, you know, that I, speaks to me and that I believe in. So I think that that, that whole sort of thing, um, yeah, was great. I like the hell that was handled. Just um, like doing this podcast, Matt, at least we... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put ourselves out there. <clears throat> We're going to score some big podcast deal <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so uh i guess we could uh you know talk forever matt uh about this yeah definitely. but um we should probably do a little bit wrap up of this uh yeah, i need to go episode. see it again literally yeah you, you could get out there and see it um yeah so do you have any sort of closing thoughts and um what would you like to say to anyone listening who perhaps um, still hasn't seen it and they're curious so they've listened to this well, yeah i don't know i mean i guess i feel like i've kind of gushed and just praised this to the high heavens all episodes. So there's not much more to add in that sense. But I think, you know, if people haven't seen it yet, definitely give it a shot. Because even if... I mean, I've had a few friends that I've mentioned it to, and as soon as I tell them that it's a musical, I see their face just drop, and then they're like, oh, maybe not. Um, And I would just encourage everyone to check it out. Just don't be put off by the fact that it's a musical if you don't normally like musicals because I think just the filmmaking in it and the the central relationship like it's a fun funny film without the music and you just get an added bonus of some really great music thrown in on top of that um yeah so I I would urge everyone to check it out yeah yeah no I I would agree um just hearing you say that stuff about the nature of being a musical and people's reactions I love uh that this movie wears its heart on its sleeve and what i really liked um early in the in the film is when uh ryan gosling's sister uh, i think criticizes him says you're too romantic and he says why do you say romantic like it's a dirty word yeah and that's just the movie in a nutshell and uh, oh yeah i I really love that that's just yeah i think that's great um but yeah i agree everyone should see this um yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to start repeating myself as well, but this is um, yep. amazing. And, like, what the hell is Damien Chazelle going to do next? Do you know? Do you actually? I know what he's doing next. He's doing a uh, completely different type of film. It's a biofilm yeah. on um, Neil Armstrong. As wow. As the first man on the moon. Oh, shit. Gosling. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I so, didn't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, this is, I think this is quite new announcements just recently. Okay. I mean, Ryan Gosling only signed on a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, I mean, again, I think you can see uh, he's obsessed with people following passion and yeah. like doing, yeah. doing things 
oh, the best that they great. can do. Yeah. And this is like literally, you know, the first man to step foot on the moon, like yeah. the biggest accomplishment in mankind. <laughs> yeah, arguably, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah um, totally. So that that's in his wheelhouse, but it's like a, it's far away from the jazz music that he seems to have yes. been sort of obsessed yeah. with for his past few films. So I'm really excited. Oh man. Yeah. I'm that. Oh, I'm so excited for that. That's really great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, a good note yeah. to end it on. Excitement yeah, for his absolutely. new project. Yeah. Cool. Are you shining just for me? City of stars. There's so much that I can't see. Who knows? Is this the start of something wonderful and new? Or That I cannot make true City of stars Just one thing everybody wants There in the bars Or through the smokescreen of the crowded restaurants It's love Yes, all we're looking for He's like younger than me. Yeah, what the hell? That's what the holy shit balls. Yeah. Like what the fuck? I know. I want to hate him for that, but he's just too good. <laughs> yeah, he's so good.